Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Pen Addict Podcast on Relay FM. This episode of the Pen Addicts was brought to you by Backblaze, online backup made easy, Igloo, an internet you'll actually like, and our friends over at the Pen Chalet who give you great deals on high-quality pens with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. My name is Mike Hurley, and the Pen Addict would not be the Pen Addict without the Pen Addict. Hi, Brad Dowdy. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? That was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm working on my comedy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And plus, uh, plus, I'm about um, 30 minutes out the bed and had to get coffee to uh, even function, so it's going to be one of those coffee-fueled episodes where I might uh, be a little bit giddy today, so we know those generally work out well. Hooray! <laughs> I feel like I'm still riding my coffee from like 11 a.m. this morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> so is this one of those weeks where you have the weird time change and we haven't changed time yet? So oh, you're an yes. hour. So like, are we an hour earlier for you than normal? Yes. But there's, so okay. there's a couple of things about this that I want to say now. So this is the best one. An hour earlier, I can totally manage. Oh yeah, no for problem. Sure. And I've had to move around some stuff this week because I'm I'm not, I'm going to be away on Thursday, so I'm not recording. So mm-hmm. I can put shows in at the end of my day where I usually wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. But this is only one week. In the summer, where it goes the other way, where it pushes everything out an hour later, it's three weeks. Yeah, which drives yeah, exactly. me crazy. Like the one that <laughs> I want, they they I only get one week of it. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I don't blame you. Like I just blame everyone in your country, so it's fine. Okay, that's fair. I, I'm down with that. Okay, cool. Thank, thanks, Obama. I know, right? I actually <laughs> will blame him for that. He he has the ability to change it, but he decides not to. <laughs> well, we got a uh, we got a chock full show today, um, and it's just me and you for a change. We've had uh, we've had so many guests. I missed I've missed just uh, having our conversation, Mike. So uh, we'll we'll have a plenty of that today because I've got to. I did the top five pins update on the blog today, so I always have uh, plenty to talk about there. But a um, bit of follow-up first. Um, our friend Ryder from Bullet Journal, I just wanted to congratulate him on his Kickstarter. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is when we talked to him, but there was only like two days left, or less than two days, or something like that, when we had him on the uh, show two episodes ago. He ended up almost getting uh, $80,000, 2,888 backers for the Bullet Journal Kickstarter project. So I just wanted to say, yeah, totally. Well done, Ryder. And I just wanted to make a point if anyone backed it and did not catch the latest update, it's a backers only update. All the digital downloads he started to uh, push out. So you can, um, if you didn't get the email or your email from Kickstarter went into the the netherworld, um, go to the project page. You can get the downloads for the Bullet Journal and, uh, Start using it if you're not familiar with the system. Um, he's got the PDF and the uh, little cutout, um, what do I call like the index guide? Yeah. It will go so that you, can, that you can put in the front of your notebook. So I thought that was kind of neat. I haven't downloaded so, them yet, but I meant to, and I'm pleased you mentioned it because now it's reminded me. For anybody that has booked it, uh, backed it, sorry, I will be putting a link to that in the show notes, um, which are at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 126. But obviously, you're only going to see that if you sign in, Have if you have back to the project but it's yeah it's, it's there in it's case a, you need it for a link because it's not always easy to find yes so. yeah that's why i wanted to mention that too yeah. yeah it is a backer only update so you'll have to be logged in to kickstarter and be a backer of that project for that link to actually work as i'm saying please pl- pl- you did i was like oh i'll remember to do that later and just uh. completely <laughs> forgot about it so <laughs> um 
This next little bit is interesting, and I didn't see this at all, and we had uh, a listener, Christopher, send me this link. Did you know that Samsung and Mont Blanc are pairing up to make a big old fancy stylus for the, uh, what is this, the Galaxy Note 4? Is that the newest phone? I don't don't keep up with that. It's one of. I mean, I got sent this a little while ago, like a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, and I kind of just laughed it off because it's so dumb. Uh, That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. It's fun to talk about dumb stuff. So it's just a Mont Blanc stylus, right? But it has a pen in it too, though, doesn't it? Mm, Yes and no. So the stupid part is, okay, on on its own, Mont Blanc stylus, you know, get your pimp on, you know, get your Mont Blanc case cover for your phone, do all that. That's fine. But what they chose to do is basically have two physical pieces you need if you want to use this as a pin. You have to basically unscrew half the barrel and replace the bottom half of the barrel to swap out from stylus to pin. So it's like a full... It's literally like a full grip section threading and refill that screws out. I mean, it's a really large, large piece. Um, you understand why, though, right? You know why that is. I mean, because typically you could just have a stylus tip, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. these Samsung ones, they integrate buttons into the stylus to allow you to do different functions. Mm. So obviously the issue that they've got is you need to have this whole like computer chip thing. I guess that's the problem. So they can't fit them both yeah. in one device. But then my argument would be just don't do it in the first place. Like, exactly. You're a pen company. Well, no, I'm, I, you're reading my mind, I, I think. I, I think you just make the stylus and be done with it. You offer a full line of pens. Um, The add-on piece to actually swap it out and make it a pen. I mean, I think if you're buying this, you would use it exclusively as a stylus. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone the in the world who is ri- who is dumb enough but not rich enough to buy this with the intention of using it for both things. Like, yeah. <clears throat> you're only buying this if you've got a stupid amount of money and you already have Mont Blanc pens. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because you're like, why else yeah. would you do it? Like, you'd be like, oh, I, want, I really want a stylus. I really want a pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't I? Why don't I get one device and spend four hundred dollars for it? Considering mm-hmm. that the Note already comes with, uh, with with uh, a stylus with it. Right, right. I would have died if uh, Montblanc did like a double-ended pen stylus thing, though. That would have been one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That would have made my day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a masochist, though. That would have been that would have been fun. So anyway, I thought that was interesting because I hadn't seen that, and it kind of blew my mind a little bit. I didn't quite get it, and then the more I read, I mean, I understood it, but it just seemed like a bad idea. I don't know what else to say about that, but it just, no. uh, it's no, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, what's a yes though, Mike, is the literal syringe with fountain pen nib. You know, we have our pen attic logo done by the great, uh, forgotten towel that, uh, I love, I rave about it. Um, I love the little syringe look and, uh, one of our listeners, Jacob, um, he was doing some browsing on uh, Getty Images and came up with the literal fountain pen 
syringe nice picture so we need we'll have that red in the ink. show notes for everyone to see it's got the red ink in it um yeah i'm i'm uh fascinated by this picture it's like the super old school syringe too like the uh what's that show on tv now that the with the old doctors like around the turn of the the 1900s i forget oh is that um, nip or like uh, i don't know yeah nick yeah. Or, i don't know yeah. something like that yeah colin yeah Burr. no yeah. colin something or other yeah mm-hmm. anyway but really yeah, good nick. work good work yeah. by us there. nick nick yeah nick. So anyway, yeah. So this looks like a super old school thing. So I, I just thought that was funny. We'll have that in the show notes for all of you that want to get your uh, fountain pen syringe uh, going. <laughs> Not recommended, actually. And uh, one more quick thing. Um, when we talked about when we had Scott Fuller on a few weeks ago, um, he designed the logo for the fountain pen day. And we had a bunch of people asking where they can get fountain pen day swag and things like that. Well, they released the shirt on Cotton Bureau. Um, with Scott's logo of the fountain pen nib. And I love this logo. And uh, I just wanted to put that in the show notes in case anyone has not seen that yet. Um, It's already funded or whatever they call it on Cotton Bureau. It's already going to print. So if you're interested in it, um, we'll have that link in the show notes too. I have gone for the hoodie, Michael, um, because I've bought like every t-shirt ever this year. Yeah. yeah, uh, so I went I went hoodie style just because I like this. Um, it's getting ready to be cool here, and I like this logo so much. So um, I just wanted to put that in the show notes and mention that to everyone. I got so, a, yeah. a sticker. I forgot to mention when when Brian Gray from Edison Pens uh, mm-hmm. sent me my my Edison. Uh, he included a fountain pen day sticker in the, ah, in nice. the package, so I've got it on my laptop now. Cool. Yeah, Carrie, uh, Carrie hooked us up at Knox. So we had a batch to send out um, to some of our uh, customers. So he's done that, done a good job with retailers sending out all that stuff. And he just, I, Carrie's just a good guy, man. He just, he sends out this stuff. He's like, hey, throw it in your package if, uh, you know, you're going to send these out and, uh, you know, go for it. So it's pretty cool. I really love that logo. It's super good. Super good. Cool. All right. So. We have a lot more to cover, including the pen blog of the week, but uh, let's talk about our good friends at Igloo before we get rolling. Sounds like a great idea. This episode of The Pen Addict is brought to you by Igloo, an intranet you'll actually like. Igloo is built with easy-to-use integrated apps like shared calendars, Twitter-like microblogs, file sharing, task management, and much, much more. With Igloo, you can work better together with your co-workers. You're really easily able to co-author documents, share status updates about what the cake's like in the conference room, and manage your projects all in one place. When someone makes changes to an item in Igloo, notifications are sent in the way that you choose, and a complete version history is maintained, keeping everything in sync. This makes sure that it keeps you connected and in touch with everything that's going on at work and in your business, but also gives you the protection in case Crazy Bob in accounts accidentally deletes that gift from your presentation again. Oh, Crazy Bob. Crazy Bob. We just can't control that guy. (laughs) Recently, Gartner, those really important people over at Gartner, released their well-known report, The Magic Quadrant for Social Software in the Workplace. And Igloo appeared on this report for the sixth consecutive year alongside huge companies like Microsoft, IBM, Google, and SAP. They're shoulder-to-shoulder with these companies. Gartner said about them, this is an excerpt from their report, feedback from Igloo's reference customers was consistently positive. 
They praise the product's quick deployment, configuration and customization, flexibility with self-service options for non-technical users, control over branding and information organization, and the ease of use. They also praise the responsiveness of Igloo as an organization. What more do you need? You hear that sort of stuff from Gartner? You know that good stuff's happening. These are, They're all smart people. Igloo are smart people. Everyone's smart. They're all awesome. You should be checking them out. If your company has a legacy internet built on SharePoint or old portal technology, there's no reason why you shouldn't be giving Igloo a try because it is free to use of up to 10 people. And you can sign up right now at igloosoftware.com slash panaddict. And it also helps support this show. Thank you so much to Igloo for sponsoring the Pen Addict and Relay FM. So I just caught another Britishism of yours that I've never heard before. Oh, here we go. Status. Status, yeah. Yeah, what is the status of your project? What is the status of, of the project? Mm-hmm. Would it be status? Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who's to say? I'm saying it right. But yeah, I uh, status and status. That's a, that's a new one for me. So uh, good job by you. I told you, man. Coffee day. All right. We have a new pen blog of the week. Um, and I say new because it's literally a new blog, like within the first few weeks. Wow. And, but it's a, uh, it's a well-known uh, gentleman in the pen community, um, Father Kyle Sanders, who has been following me and talking to me on Twitter and emailing me for as long as I can remember, now has a blog called Reverence Writing. It's at reverencewriting.com. Um He's a great guy. Um, He's got some really cool posts up right now about the uh, Dallas Penn Show, which he made a trip to. Um, It's got all the details in it. It's funny. I look at his uh, Dallas Penn Show day one post, and uh, uh, Sean Newton and Lisa Van Ness are right smack in the front of the picture um, on on his uh, post. I get a a good laugh every time I see that. Um, I wonder if uh, Sean knows his face is is splashed on uh, Father Kyle's... uh, blog but he does a great job um has a great amount of pens has excellent handwriting and um i just wanted to point that out because he uh has just kicked this off after uh years and years of following uh myself and all kinds of pen bloggers and being a real supporter of all of us in the uh the pen community i wanted to uh point that out now that he's got a blog of his own so congratulate congratulations father kyle and congratulations congratulations so coffee again um so (laughs) that was not a britishism um and uh y'all definitely check that out um he's knocking it out the park so far all right, mate. Top five pins update. Dun, dun, dun. So we get a lot of people after, I don't know, whenever I release a top five pins, it takes about three months for the emails and, and comments to start coming in. When's the next top five pins update going to be? When's the next top five pins update going to be? And I always thought like um, about once a quarter was good. It was kind of good timing for top five pins, but it's ended up to be about once every six months and that's actually better because there's not a huge amount of change in some of these categories um which i talk a little about a little bit about in the post but the point i wanted to make was when you have kind of more static categories like gel ink pens and ballpoint pens and rollerball pens 
it's really hard to kind of break into those areas. Um, like the microtip gel ink pens, that's a pretty solid category. There's no, no one's making a pen that's any different or better than things like the Uniball Sino DX um, 0.38 millimeter or the Pilot High Tech C or, you know, the Uniball Sino RT1 or the Zebra Sarasa Clip or the Pilot Juice. There's, the Pilot Juice is the most recent addition to that list. I mean, it's a fairly static list. Those are good pens and no one's making anything that's better. So, updating it every three months to just kind of say the same thing over and over again, I kind of need to give it a little bit of a window of opportunity in case there is something that happens um, in that time frame. I think every three months, and I'm not I'm not dead set on a schedule on this, by the way. It's just, just when it kind of happens. Um, if it's every three months, if it's three months and I feel like there's a big update, I'll publish a new top five pins. If it's six months, it's going to be six months just because there hasn't been a lot of updates. So in the end, when I started putting together this list, I actually thought there weren't going to be that many updates. Um, but there kind of were. So the overall top five list had a little bit of change and I added in a new category for rollerball, which I can't believe I didn't have before, but I think I talked about it before. I didn't have a good feel for, despite using rollerballs for years and years and years, I didn't have a real good feel for how that category would shape up, but I do now. So that's in there, and we're going to talk about that later. Um, but as always, at least in the past two or three lists, the fountain pens and the fountain pen inks, there's like a huge shakeup in there. Um, part of it is I'm getting more experience in those areas. Sure. And part of it is I'm refining that too. Well, you can't, you can't do a top five list if you have three pens or five pens or maybe even six pens in a certain category, I guess you've got to, you've got to kind of dip your toe in the water a bit and, and understand the differences between different types and different styles before you can, can go on. Right. Are we going to talk about the pen that's in the image of the post? We are. We are. Okay, we'll good. we'll save that to where we go into the um we're gonna go through some of these lists. Um but I just kinda wanted to do like the introductory thing because I did notice like a big change in the way I've used pins over the past few months. So it's been six months since the last update and all throughout the summer, um, you know, probably on into August almost, everything I carried was fountain pen, it seemed. Um, I'd have 10 or 12 fountain pens inked up at a time, all kinds of different inks, all kinds of different nibs. And then something kind of changed around August or so. I don't know if I got, it wasn't conscious, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm just overwhelmed with fountain pens. I need to switch. It's just, I started going back to like all these gel ink pens that, you know, the blog was founded on all these years ago, you know, pens that I've missed using and pins that I love, like the Uniball Sino DX. Um, and I realized, it, it didn't hit me at first that I wasn't using as many fountain pens. You know, I was kind of 
ratcheting my carry down for fountain pens to like now I carry like three fountain pens at a time and I'm pretty happy with that where before I couldn't carry less than 10 because I wanted to use all these different things but now I'm carrying this TI2 tech liner which is the pen you mentioned in the image and we're going to talk about that more in a minute um which it it carries the uniball it uses the uh the Sino 207 refill which is a really good gel ink refill and I think using that made me miss like some of the other pens that I haven't been using. Um, all the gel ink pens, I've used the, the super fine jet stream uh, refills that I like the 0.38 jet stream and the 0.5 millimeter jet stream tips, which are ridiculously fine and not recommended for everybody, but I like them. And the drawing pens that I love, you know, the, the plastic tip or felt tip pens, you know, that I'll use one here and there, but now I'll find myself carrying you know, two or three gel ink pens, two or three drawing pens, a jet stream, and a rollerball like the Retro 51, and then two or three fountain pens. Where before, like just earlier this summer, like June, July, I would carry like 10 fountain pens and almost nothing else. So I'm kind of having this, I, I, I think it's good, I'm kind of having this, uh, I don't know, resurgence and wanting to use some of these pens that I've kind of pushed to the side, even though, you know, nothing's really changed with those pens for the most part. Um, You know, I think the new barrel, like I got from Kickstarter, the tech liner that, that helped, you know, that was a little bit of an impetus, but um, I don't know. I don't know that that none of this necessarily means anything, but I try to keep the top five list as what I'm using currently, you know, I make a point to have, you know, I have a kind of like a fixed statement at the top of the top five pins page where, you know, this is kind of a snapshot of the pins that I'm currently using. Not, this isn't meant to say these are the best pins of all time. These are the pins you should purchase. Um, You know, these are the pins you should just run out and fill up your cart and they're going to work perfectly for you. None of that's the case. You know, you need to understand what your writing requirements are, what's going to best suit your needs. And recently, my needs have been being met by the simple 2 and $3 uh, gel ink refills and uh, kind of a fancy pen barrel <laughs> in, the, in the tech liner. And I've used that pen more than uh, any fountain pen I've used recently, which is, I didn't realize it at first, but it's kind of crazy. So, you know, it's... um. It's always interesting putting together this list, and sometimes I end up putting it off, you know, until I get such a, uh, I get such a rolling um, theme of people asking me to to update the list, update the list, and I'm like, well, there's not a lot of updates, and then I start to dig into it on what I'm really using, like even just for fountain pen inks, like I got a bunch of questions on that, on okay, this is the stuff um that's really sticking with me, the stuff that I'm using a lot, um, the stuff you know that's uh, holding up over time. You know, that's a lot of it, too. Um, A lot of these things get solidified over time, right? From the very first top five list I did to now, you know, there's you'll see some pins that are consistent from that very first list. And you'll see some that have gone off the list that you'll that'll probably never see the light of day again, just because I've had more experience with a a wider range of pins. So um I think let's let's talk about the list some, but first we we want to talk about uh, another one of our good friends. 
Okay, Mr. Daldy, let's talk about our friends at Pen Chalet. I've got so much to tell you about these guys today. I want to start off by just mentioning a couple of things that you already know. Penchalet.com is the place to buy amazing rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. They have all of your favorite brands like Kaveco, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, and so many more. They're adding new styles all the time. They've got loads of great deals. They have free shipping on orders of over $50 in the continental United States. They sell international with very reasonable shipping rates, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're going to hear in a moment why I'm rushing for all of that, because I've got some good stuff. The first thing you want to go and do, go to penchalet.com, and you want to go up to the top of the website at penchalet.com, Click on the little radio and podcast button and enter the code PENADDICT. This is where you're going to find a bunch of special deals. Now, whenever you go to the to checkout at penchalet.com, you always want to use the PENADDICT code at checkout. That's going to knock 10% off anything you buy. But if you go to that radio and podcast link at the bottom, enter, oh, sorry, at the top, sorry, enter PENADDICT as the code, you're going to find some special savings and some special deals just for Panatic listeners. Today's deal is mind-blowing, okay? So, <laughs> we've spoken about this pen a little bit in the past. It's called the Lamy Dialogue 3. Now, the reason we've spoken about this before is because it kind of, it, this kind of came up a lot in the earlier days, I think, of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. where we were talking about the Vanishing Point. And me and Brad had always had our eye on one of these, I think. It's fair to say because it's kind of like the vanishing point, but it's a Lamy and it's, you know, so it's a retractable Lamy fountain pen. Now, I don't know how Ron at the Pen Chalet is doing this, but it usually retails at $385. If you use that little, you go up to the top, you hit the hit the podcast button, you enter Pen Addict as the passcode, you're going to get a discount of two hundred of the Lamy Dialogue Free to two hundred and sixty nine dollars and fifty cents. Then, if you use the Pen Addict code at checkout, you'll get another ten percent off, taking it down to two hundred and forty two dollars and fifty cents. This is a saving of one hundred and forty dollars off this pen. Now, this is some serious magic that Ron is running right here. So this magic takes a few business days. Uh, so if you order this pen, which you should, to, to make sure that Ron is getting these deals, he's going to be buying them in a group order. So it's going to take a couple of business days and then they'll be shipped out to you. So you should really be jumping on this because this is an incredible deal. Would you agree, Brad? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. So 200 and... What did I say? Is this going to be forty two hundred and forty two dollars and fifty cents after you use the pen addict code at checkout? Don't forget that, by the way. Anything that you buy at penchalet.com, you can get ten percent off if you use the code pen addict, even if you're buying one of our secret specials like the Lamy Dialogue Three. But I have one more thing that I want to talk about today. It's going to be a link in the show notes um, to Pen Chalet's Fountain Pen Day giveaway. So you want to go over to the show notes at penaddict.com slash... No, so not penaddict.com. It's relayfm, relay.fm slash penaddict <laughs> slash 126. I'm going to go with that. Relay.fm slash penaddict mm-hmm. slash 126. You're going to find a link to the Pen Chalet Fountain Pen Day giveaway. They are giving away loads of stuff on Fountain Pen Day, like the Pelican 205, Alami Safari, Field Notes Jerrywood, J. Herbin Inc., a Platinum President, and loads more. And they're also doing a bunch of special discounts on that day as well. So you want to go especially to penchalet.com on November 7th. They've got all the details there about the stuff that you can expect. 
Pen Chalet are helping to support the fantastic day that is Fountain Pen Day on November 7th, so you want to go check them out. So all the information you're going to need is in the show notes for this week's episode, but penchalet.com, penaddict as your code everywhere. You're going to get some fantastic deals. Thank you so much to Penchalet for their continued incredible support of this show. We love them for the things that they do for us. Awesome. Thank you, Penchalet. It's a, bit, that's, it's that's... a bit. If you didn't get any of that, go back and listen to it again. I know there was a lot there. <laughs> I was about to say that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right. So I have a few top five lists that i want to go over real quick if that's good good by you yeah yeah definitely all right so the overall list is that's kind of an interesting list that's actually one of the harder things to put together it's just kind of a general list of pins that are really really good that i've got a lot of experience with and can like really vouch for like if someone's looking for a certain type of pen um and their needs fit like a pin in this overall list. I know pretty much they're going to like the pin, you know, because people do ask. It's it's hard to give recommendations, but people, you know, people want answers. They want something definitive. And so that's that's kind of the whole reason this whole list, this whole list came about to begin no, with. I've purposely stayed away from the list. I've not seen your list, mm-hmm. your revised list, because I wanted to keep it for mm-hmm. the show in case there's any surprises mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we'll see if there's any surprises. I don't know, but the the overall list, I had the the Twisby 580 um, at the top of the list last time, and you know, it's moved down to number two, and that's no knock on the pin at all. But I just got to thinking about the Uniball Sino DX .38, um, also known as the UM 151, when people are shopping for it. I got to thinking, and I and I wrote this that. If someone finds this blog and they've only been using things that they get out of the office supply cabinet at work or the, the famed hotel ballpoint pen or the, uh, the, the pen from the doctor's office, you know, with the, with the funny uh, logo of, you know, two people sitting in a bathtub holding hands or something like that. Um, what pen would I tell them to just try to see what they're missing? You know, what pen is simple enough for them to say, well, this is a pretty normal, regular pen. Why would this be different than anything? And then to actually be a really, really good performing pen, good enough pen to say, oh, I see something is different about this pen, and I can tell that it's better than anything else. And that's the Uniball Sino DX. And it's always been a top five pen. Um, It's always been... um, the micro gel ink pen that I recommend more than anything. I think that your reasoning for this is, is interesting and I don't know if I agree with it. Obviously this is your list, so you can make it any way you Mm -hmm. want, but the reasoning of it's a new, a new reader uh, is I get it. I mean, it's, it's very logical because that's probably the the people that are probably hitting this page the most often are those people but I don't know if that means that it should be, hmm, I mean, you kind of, you say recommendations, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean your favorite. Right. So do you have a favorites list? It's really hard to separate those two, right? Because I have a um, favorite, I am going to talk about my list, and my list is my favorites, right. and I don't think... That the Uniball Sino DX 0.38 millimeters is your favorite pen in the world. 
it's not, but I, I, it's probably like it's probably top five though. But like Yonakaya is not in this list, right? Mm-mm. And so it, that's not a recommendation. Would, yeah. But th- I'm I'm sure that's going to be in your in your favorites. Yes, yeah, for sure. Like recommendations is a hard thing because that's what I'm recommending others to buy. It's 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 not necessarily my list. The most of the other lists are what I would choose personally in each of those categories to use. The recommendations is kind of a little bit different. It's what pens I would tell other people to use. See, you don't have, though, then, because <laughs> you need another list. You don't have <laughs> your top five personal favorites, then, do you? No, not really. Not not that encompass all the things. I have, it's kind of in the uh, the top five fountain pens, the Sumbrainers list that uh, we came up with uh, a year or so ago. That's kind of my personal favorite fountain pens, but it doesn't encompass other pens as like gel ink pens and, and uh, ballpoint pens and things like that. So yeah, it's all right. So we need to go what, through the sunbrainers list in a minute. Let, let's, let's do the recommendations yeah. list. And then I want to hear the sunbrainers list because I think that's going to be closest to your uh, preference. Look at me yeah. starting list gate over here. I know way to go. I know. <clears throat> no, but I, I, no, I think it's a valid point. And the way I tried to, put this together was people ask me what to buy and I want to be able to point them to something and what I would pick for my personal top five isn't necessarily what I would recommend for other people yeah no I get it it's 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 a hard it's a hard balance um and maybe I should have something like it's very very specific to me Brad's top five personal pins something like that so yeah maybe I'll think about that that's that's probably uh, good to encompass some of those fountain pens. But anyway, the top five overall list, I have the, the Sino DX and the Twisby 580. Those are great pens. I added in the TI2 Tech Liner. That's the pen you see in the image, Mike. And that's the pen I have with me. It's got um, this little magnet tip that keeps the, the cap on uh, the front and back end of the pen. Ever since I got this pen, um, I can't put it down. It's really... I haven't had a pen like this in a long time, and I felt that it was good enough to warrant um, mentioned in the in the top five pens, just because it's that good. And everyone I've had that's used this pen has really enjoyed it. Um, other people who have purchased this pen through um, through the site directly, or who back the Kickstarter, are um, raving about it. I need you and to it's tell kind me. Of an, Sorry, I, I need you to tell me why it's so good. Because I look at it and it looks so. I feel bad. Well, here I'll save you. Let me save you. Okay. With the guy that makes this pen, his name is Mike Bond. It's a pretty sweet name. Before before he yeah before he launched his Kickstarter, he sent me the pictures of the pen, and he said, "Hey, this is something I'm working on." Um. And something I'm going to do for Kickstarter, and I'd like to get your thoughts on it. And I told him I didn't like it. And I said I don't understand this pen. I don't like the how the the front of the pen is is kind of chopped off. That's and the, my main the, thing that I don't like. I really, really don't it, like that at all. Yeah, and the pen kind of s- sticks out there. I said I don't get this at all. I said I don't like it. I don't think it looks good. 
And I mean, I'm, I'm telling him this via email and we kind of go back and forth. And he's like, he's like, I understand what you're saying. You know, he's, he's like, but let me send you one and you can try it out. So I was like, sure, whatever. And I'll, I'll take a look at it. And he sent it and I started to use it and I was like, okay, yeah, I, it, it's not bad. And then I found myself reaching for it constantly. I found the quality of the build on the pen to be spectacular. Um, magnets are often a gimmick in a pen, not with this one. They are, work really, really well. It's a f- huge feature of the pen. Everything about this pen is almost perfect. Um, hmm. I I don't know what changed from my first impression of seeing it in pictures to saying I'm not going to like this pen and I'm not sure who is to completely reversing that has never happened to me before. I'm generally kind of on point. Like if I see something and I can see a picture of it and I can say, yeah, this isn't going to be so good, then I'll get it. And yeah, it's really not so good. This one changed that perception completely. This one, I got it in my hands and it was unlike any other pen I've used. It's it's probably my favorite Kickstarter pen that's ever been done. It's one of the best pens I use, period. It's a pen I wouldn't hesitate to recommend to anyone that likes the uh, refills that it uses. What refills I just happen to like the can, refills. Can you put in this? The Sino, any uh, uni ball that fits like the Sino 207. Um, and it's, it's, it is kind of refill limited. Yeah. But the Sino 207 goes all the way down to 0.38 millimeter. So, so it, that works for me. It is for the Sino then. That's like effectively, that's what, you, that's what you're going to use it for. Just the just the 207 refill, okay. which has always been one of my favorite pens anyway. That is pretty limited though. Do you know why it's limited like that? I mean, usually these types of pens, they try and accommodate a, a large line, yes, don't it's, they? It's limited because of the way the magnets work and the way the pen's designed around okay. the magnet. The The actual refill threads the tip of the refill threads through the magnet okay so it's got to be a certain so it's built it's more built around this refill than built to take a lot of refills if that makes sense so you'll have to see the pen taken apart and and understand it there's something about this pen grabbed me i it just happens sometimes um and i can't put it down it it's and like i said in the in the post i get mad if i leave it at home and want it want to use it like i get visibly frustrated i'm like oh i left it at home <laughs> i mean that's if that's not the sign of a good pen i don't know what is okay so it's it's um it's a really really impressive pen so so that's that on the on the on the tech liner and i'm sure that'll come up uh come up more i also got the um i got a, a kind of a fancy finish on mine through kickstarter so i'm pretty happy without with that too it's called a gonzodized finished so you'll have to look in the links to, to see the pictures of the the finish it's not the pic that's not the finish that's it's the finish that's on the top five pins page not on the blog post page oh right yeah it's like so it's kind of this 
bluish gold with this goldish <laughs> it's like weird it's like it, it kind of looks like i don't know if you had brass and then you put something on it and then you rubbed that yep. thing off and you'd start to see the brass come through again all right yep. i mean i'm gonna give it to you i don't know if i'm gonna get one because i'm not that interested in that refill but i'm, I'm gonna give it mm-hmm. to you i mean because i saw this yeah. pen on the blog and, and i just kind of saw the image and i, I kind of thought it looked ugly basically but if the sure, if the sure. beauty is in its utility i can totally be on board with that yeah, and it's it's not just in its utility now that I've I've used it. It's it's everything about the pen is uh is beautifully done. So I don't want to you know, I don't want this to be the the TI2 Techliner Love Fest. Uh, uh, but it's episode, it's, it's but... one of the the new ones in the list, so Mhm. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things it's one of those pens where I've never had that happen to me before where I really didn't think I was going to like it at all and turned out to love it and there was no, there's not much middle ground, right? It wasn't, well, it's okay. You know, eh, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's been off the charts excellent from me thinking that I was having the exact same thoughts that you had. So it's, it's very strange. So I, I point that pen out a lot just because it, it's one of the weirdest experiences I've ha- ever had with a pen. Um, I also put the Retro 51 Tornado back in the top five. My my darling rec- love, you mean? I think I recommend that pen so much. I actually carry one in my backpack all the time and use it all the time, and it's been in the top five overall pens before. And you know, as things kind of change, and you know, I go through the years, and you know, pens are moving in and out. That's one I'm always coming back to. So that one's easy to recommend, um, and I, I know you will totally vouch for that. The micro gel link pens. That's a pretty static list. Um, the Uniball Sino RT1 is the newer model. Um, that one I moved into the top five list. Um, I moved the Pentel Sleechy out just because it's I've kind of gotten bored of that pen. They've never really changed the barrel. I, I really like the refill on the Sleechy, but the barrel is gotten to be annoying, and all these other pens do the same thing and do a better job at it. Um, the top five pens in the store list, the Uniball Vision Elite has kind of been a forgotten pen for me and until i reviewed one of the new blx ones uh recently i forgot how good of a pen that is so that's uh jumped up in the top five pens in the store list that's generally a very static list because there's nothing new that ever comes out at office supply stores by these big brands like uniball pilot zebra i mean at least nothing any good um so that's a pretty static list you know with the uniball jet stream the Sino 207, the Vision Elite, the Sharpie Pen, the Pentel Intergel. Um, notice I don't have the Pilot G2 on there. I think all these pens trump that uh, pretty easily. Um, then we get into the fountain pen lists. So we kind of have the the fountain pen no-brainer list, which is more of your basic, straightforward fountain pens. Fountain pens that are really good, that are very easy to come by, you know, easy to purchase, easy to find online, easy to find at a pen show, easy to find in a store, things like that. Twisby 580, still the top of that list. Then I put the Sailor 1911 um, second on that list. Number one, because it's an awesome pen. I have a, a model called the Black Luster. And number two, they're really starting to infiltrate the U.S. market. A bunch of retailers are carrying them where before... I'd be a little bit hesitant to put the no-brainer tag on the Sailor pens just because they were harder to get. Now that they've become a lot more easy to get, I think the quality of a Sailor pen is really, really good. Their nibs are fantastic. So 
That's why it cracked the list. Then you have the two stalwarts of this list, the Lamy 2000 and the Pilot Vanishing Point. I don't really see those going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and then um, the Edison Beaumont, which I'd actually need to update that link. There is a link to the review. Jeff Abbott did a review of the Beaumont on there. That's a wonderful, wonderful pen by our friend Brian Gray at Edison Pens that I think would appeal to a lot of people um, who are either new or just kind of getting into fountain pens. Um, it's a real, real good quality pen. Um, and then we get into the Sumbrainer list. This is kind of my little tweak on the list. This is this is the me section, Mike. Um, out of this whole page, this is uh, this one's kind of for me. And that's where it's hard to balance this whole list, right? Am I doing this for me to show what I... I mean, I try to say what I'm using the most, but you know, I also try to have to balance it between what I would recommend to other people. And I broke this list out originally because I didn't want to just start putting like Nakayas on here and telling people they should go buy Nakayas because that's not what I believe. So I kind of split up these fountain pens lists, and I still thank uh, our, our friend uh, Toffer for coming up with these names, the no-brainer list and the some-brainers list. I really like that. So the some-brainers list comprises pens that I love, but they're going to take some thought process for you to consider purchasing. Um, and I recommend a lot of thought process into going into these, either because they're very expensive, they're very hard to get, or they're very specialized in what they do. The Edison Menlo. Um, it's one of those pens. Every time I pick it up, I just kind of, yeah, it's, it's like perfect for me. The build, the size, the functionality of it, um, the feel is really, really, really good. Um, now, since I did my last list, I've uh, come into some Nakayas. <laughs> Will they trump that one day? Maybe. Uh, right now I have three pens loaded out. Three fountain pens. The Edison Menlo. I have the Nakaya Piccolo, which is not on this top five list. And I have a Twisby Micarta. Those are the three fountain pens I'm using right now. And any of those could be on this list. But the Nakaya Portable, I think, is the best Nakaya I own so far. Um... And I may or may not have bought a fourth Nakaya. We'll see. Oh, my word. Really? <laughs> wow. May or may not. It, it might not be true. I might just be saying that. Um, the third one on this Sumbrainers list is the Pilot Murex. And I wrote in my little caption, is this even fair to put this on here? Because it's, an, it's a discontinued pen, right? So I... I I don't know if it's actually fair to put that on the list, um, but there, especially because it makes me want one even more. I know, I know. It's just it's a really amazing pen, and like I said, all of these pens in this list give me that holy crap feeling when I pick them up and use them. Like this is exceptional, an exceptional pen. Um. And I, I hesitated to put the Murex on there, but it's true. It's it's how good of a pen that is, even though it's discontinued and it's kind of hard. You have to go to the secondary markets to get one. So I'll think about if that 
is allowed to stay on the list or not. I wanted to get some feedback on that. The Pilot Custom Heritage 912, not because of the barrel, which is great. I love it. But the nib, um, the PO nib, it's still one of my top users. And then the Franklin Christoph Model 40 Pocket, which um, is a pocketable eyedropper fountain pen with a great nib. Um, those those five fountain pens um, are, are excellent. My fountain pen inks kind of changed a little bit. Uh, the Shinkai is still my favorite. The one that came in at number three, the P.W. Ackerman number eight, which is uh, it's kind of a blue black. It's called I'll, I won't even has I won't even pretend like I'm gonna get this right, but it's deep doing water blau. <laughs> this is one I picked up back in the spring. I use this color. <laughs> <laughs> I use this I use this ink in every pen and it works wonderfully and the color is amazing. This has this has a shot at being the number one ink. This could this could beat Shinkai. Um and Scabios is number two. That's a that's a pretty awesome ink. Um so then the fourth one I get into the Sailor Sky High, which I love, and this is kind of in the pilot Murex vein. This is a discontinued ink. Should it be allowed to stay on the list? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that, Mike? I think all of so that I, stuff. I think it's allowed to be on there because you've been able to get hold of it. So other people should be able to get hold of it, maybe. Yeah, what maybe. Do you so. think? What do you think? I mean, when was the last time you bought Sailor Blue Black? Is it still available some places? Well, the Sailor uh, Sky High is That's the is meant, the sorry. bright blue. Yeah, and it's not available anywhere anymore. Um, as of probably this spring, it's just not available. So yeah, I, I, I got to think about it. I'm a little bit torn on that. It's like I don't want to be talking about products that aren't easy to come by. Um, Joe Lebo on Twitter actually mentioned, well, maybe you should have a discontinued products <laughs> top five or oh, a discontinued fountain pen inks. Um, I that, think that might be a little like, uh, I much. think pens, it's okay because you can buy them in secondhand on eBay, but ink runs out. Mm-hmm. Ink will have, All inks will eventually run out. So I Agreed. don't know if I th- I think when an ink is discontinued, maybe it should be removed from the list. Yeah, maybe so. It's just that I, I usually always have a pen inked with that color because it's so good. But um, but, yeah, I, I definitely see that point. And then the the fifth ink is a new one. The Sailor Yamadori is actually one of the new replacement inks. It's a very very beautiful beautiful ink. Um, it's kind of a teal and it's got a sheen to it, and I'm surprised. I um like it as much as I do because it's one of those colors I I generally don't do much teal, but it it came out really good. Um, and then the rest of the list, the top five blue black fountain pen inks, um, the Ackerman number eight that I mentioned before that I won't pronounce again because you've already made fun of me in the chat room. Um, <laughs> that's uh that's high up there on on the list, and the Sailor blue black and. Pelican and Lamy, I, I use all those uh, frequently. The next several lists had no change on them. And I don't know if that's what that says. Um, are those things kind of done? I kind of think the paper products is, is ripe for disruption. Everything in this top five paper products is, are papers that I use weekly, if not daily. Each one of these for different things. Um, except Tomoe River, and it's number five on the list. I don't use it every day. I usually just use it at the house. But Doan, Rhodia, Field Notes, and Mormon, I literally use almost every day in in some capacity. 
either at home or at work or out and about. So I don't know what's going to crack that list. I think there's probably some products that will eventually, excuse me, eventually crack that top five paper products list. But right now, that's a pretty solid list. The top five multi-pens, that's pretty much a dead solid list too. There's the Kalito, Palette High Tech C Kalito, and Uniball Style Fit are solid at the one and two spot. Um, after that, you're getting into, um, you're making sacrifices for, for the next three, even though they're really good pens. Um, the ballpoint pen list is real so- I mean, one, two, and three on the, pol- on the fo- top five ballpoint pen list, Jetstream, Acroball, Vicuna. That's, I mean, that's, you might as well just write that in stone. There's nothing else even close. And then I added the top five rollerball pins. Mike, I had a couple questions about this. People wanted me to add this in. Um, the Retro 51 Tornado is the top of the charts here. And then a kind of a surprise one at number two is the Morning Glory Mach 3 because it comes in a needle tip and it becomes in, and it comes in a .38 millimeter. Um, terrible, it's a really, terrible really good pin. product name. Just all of that. Yeah. All of that is bad. <laughs> Morning yep. Glory Mark Three. There is nothing good. Is that the name of it, or is there a company that makes that? <laughs> um, I think that's the name of it. That's I don't think it's a company. Yeah, horrific. <laughs> it's a good pen, though. It might be, but um, like, I don't yeah. know who's doing their branding, but somebody needs to help them out. <laughs> and then the Uniball Vision Elite, the Lamy Tipo, which is a really, really good. That was a shockingly good pen when I reviewed it. Um, it also can swap in gel ink refills in that. Um, and then the Kaveco AL Sport, um, which is just a super durable uh, rollerball option. Um, then the Kickstarter pens, the TI2 Techliner ha- has uh, has jumped to the top spot. Um, it's hard to choose between that and the Render K. Those, the Render K has been my favorite for so long out of the Kickstarter pens that I own. Um, so those are kind of one and one A, but um, I'm definitely using the tech liner way, way more right now. And then uh, I, I kind of cheated and slotted in the ink, the new Keras Customs ink at number five, just because it's what I had there before was, um, oh, I forget the name of the company, but it's the bam- it was the Bamboo High Tech C pen, which is a really, really good pen. I just know the the ink I will use way more than that pen than I, than I will the... Um, the bamboo high tech C pen just because I use the high tech C and the render K. Why do you think it's cheating so that, to add the ink? Cause I've, I haven't had that much time with it. Uh, okay, okay. So, but I, there's nothing I see out of it so far from using it. Um, it, it's a elite pen. It's, it's so, so well done. And then the, the top five extreme weather pens. Um, uh, that's an old tried and true list that, uh, <laughs> Such a strange that'll list probably never change. It's so familiar, had, isn't it? It's funny when I first only did it because people asked for it. I would have never put that on there, but then I had a bunch of people asking when I, a couple of years ago, whenever I decided to do this fixed page of top five pens, I had a bunch of people asking for that. Um, and that's also why it's at the bottom. <laughs> There's not much to that list and I don't see it ever changing. I don't know who's going to come up with anything, anything different. So, well, you should see what I've been working on recently. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm going I'm about to change the extreme weather pen category. I'm mixing things up. I've got a nice. Got a Kickstarter launching, launching real soon for, <laughs> the, for the Mike Extreme Weather Pen. Cool. I I like it. <laughs> yeah, cool, buddy. I'm a, I'll be your first backer. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. 
<laughs> okay, so are we good? Are we, have we finally come yeah. to the end of your lists? Yeah, pretty much so. Excellent. I was expecting when you said top five list, I thought you were just going to give me your top five pens. I'm pleased we went through all of those, but that was more than I expected. Oh, sorry. No, no, don't apologize. I'm pleased that we did it because <laughs> I got to hear a lot. I got to to complain at you for a bit. I got to hear some interesting opinions that I think are going to form some of mine because Brad, I'm not going to say too much for the moment, but I have a big surprise in my top five. Mm, I like it. I have like a real shocker, I think. That's, that's going to interest people a lot. But I want to talk about our friends over at Backblaze today. Now, Backblaze are a new sponsor to Real AFM, so you should be checking them out for sure. Now, let me tell you about Backblaze and how awesome they are. Brad, you know as well as I do that as pen addicts, we're surrounded by paper and notebooks. But in 2014, in our digital lives... We have digital files. They surround us. Everything that we do these days, it seems like, go into digital files. And these need to be protected. Because simply as technology becomes more prevalent in our lives, a lot of these digital files are becoming our memories, like photos and you know, or documents or little movies and stuff that you take of your family. These are all turning into digital files now. And digital files are at risk. They're at risk from hard drive failures, computer crashes, a disaster of some kind, like some uh, British moron pouring a drink into his MacBook Pro, um, <laughs> or even just accidental deletion. All of this stuff can happen. And this is where Backblaze comes into action. Backblaze is an online backup solution for all of the data you have on your Mac or PC. I'm talking about everything from Word documents, photos, videos, drawings, movies, and everything else to boot. All of the data on your machine will get backed up, and they're all made available online via the Backblaze web and mobile apps for Android and iPhone. If you have an issue with anything, if you maybe just need to grab a single file or you have some sort of disaster that means you need to restore everything from Backblaze, you can do this simply and easily. There are no add-ons, gimmicks, or additional charges. You can get a free trial at backblaze.com slash penaddict, and then it's just $5 per month per computer for unlimited, fast, unthrottled online backup. So go start your risk-free, no credit card required, full-featured trial right now. Once more, it's backblaze.com slash penaddict. Couldn't recommend these guys enough. If you're not using any sort of online backup solution, you should do this. Look, go sign up for the trial and try them out for two reasons. One, it's going to protect you. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And you'll also be helping support this show. This is really important to us to continue creating The Pen Addict. Thank you so much to Backblaze for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. And whilst I'm talking of ways that you can help us, there is one little thing I would like you to do as well. We're currently conducting a survey now, what this survey is, is it, uh, it allows us to continue to find advertisers that you're going to enjoy. And the best way we can do that is by trying to understand a little bit more about you. Now, this survey is completely anonymous. It takes no more than five minutes. And the answers that you give will help us find a little bit more demographic information because we know absolutely nothing about you, right? We know nothing about our listeners because... Uh, except they're awesome. Well, I mean, except for that. I mean, we tell people all the time, I'm saying, you know, the pen addict listeners, and I mean this as well, best listeners, <laughs> you guys are the best. I don't say that to all the other shows. You guys are my favorites. Um, but <laughs> this list, this this survey, it helps us understand like what you guys like to spend money on so we can maybe go to some different types of companies and, and that kind of thing, right? So you'll see it when you go. You've seen these types of surveys before. Now, everyone who completes the survey is going to be entered into an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We're not going to sh share your email addresses. We won't send you anything at all unless you win. 
So please go to podsurvey.com slash pen dash addict. That's podsurvey.com slash pen dash addict. The link's in the show notes. Please fill out your surveys for us. It will really help us out and you'll get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Very cool. Top five for me. Okay, so I don't have these written down anywhere. And this episode, like the, the show notes would be insane if we tried to put anything uh, in. Yeah, right, right. But all, for sure. all of this stuff is Googleable. Okay, so my my top five list is way different to how it's been previously. You ready? I'm ready. Should I go from favorite down to five? No. No, you want me to go five back, up? Yeah, okay. back us into it. So five up. I'm going to back, back us in. Okay, so number five is the Rotring Lava Fountain Pen. Hmm. Mentioned this a little bit last week. This is a pen that I like to use, but like to look at more. And just because it's so different to everything I own, and it's built like a tank, I enjoy that I own it, and that really kind of bumps it up in there for me. Like when I'm getting into the number five on the list, I have so many pens that could go in there because nothing at that at that level is like completely stand out, blow me away. Everything is like just really, really good. So I like to look for something that makes it different. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I mean, heck, you can't go wrong with that pen at all. That's an awesome pen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, Yep, I have one myself. And uh, oof, yeah, that that could be uh, that could be in my personal list, too. I literally just did a late a last minute change to this list as we're talking. <laughs> okay, so number four is the Twisby 540. I don't own a 580, and I, I mean, I've spoken in the past about some quality issues that I've had with, with the 540 line especially, um, mm-hmm. but I love them. I think that they're fantastic. They are built well until they break, which is a really interesting thing to say, and, and I hope that it kind of comes across. These things are built really well, but they fail at times. Like They mm-hmm. feel solid, but then something will crack or something will snap, but the... I've had absolutely no problems and I've heard so many accounts of people who contact Twisby and they just send them replacement parts. Like I've yep. had that. They sent me replacement parts for free. They sent me a cap for my 540 ROC edition. I didn't even know that they would be able to do it and they sent me it. Yeah. This was before they re- they restocked the item. Um, I'm, I love it. I mean, they're great. I mean, all Twisby pens are great. I only have the 540. I don't have a 580, so that's why it's on my list. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a great pen. Now, as we get to number three, this is where I need to spill the beans a little bit about my big surprise because it's more about well, that's more about. I have to 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 set, for me to explain why I love this pen. I have to talk about why there's an omission from this list. Mm-hmm. My top five pens does no longer include the Retro Fifty One. What? Yep, that's a shock. I, I am. Okay, that is a surprise. I'm, I'm very, very surprised. So I need to ex- I need to explain what it's been replaced with. The Karas Customs Inc. Ah, yeah. Now there's a very spe- a good... there's a very specific and I think quite obvious reason if you own an ink. Now, I love the Retro Fifty One line. I love the designs, and and I have I continue to buy them. I bought one last week. It should arrive in a couple of weeks' time, and I'll talk about it on the show because I'm now a collector of them because I love the way they look. And, and I'm a collector of them because they bring out all these different limited editions and they're nice to own and they're not very expensive for me to, to do that with. They are awesome and they write excellently, but they write excellently because of the refill. The refill is what I love the most. 
in the Retro 51. So that Schmidt mm-hmm. P1865, something like that, refill. Hey, the P187 is what it ships with. Okay. The P186 is generally what I swap it into. The the 7 is 0.7 millimeter and the 6 is 0.6 millimeter. Okay, but it, it is that Schmidt refill, like the 18X, yes. whatever you know your size is. Um, the one that I have in the Karis Custom Sync is the 8126. So I guess it's 8126, mm-hmm. 8127, or maybe 817. But anyway, the P8... Oh, oh, I've just forgotten it. I've just read it like I've forgotten it already. The P8126. That that refill is what blows my mind. I cannot believe mm-hmm. it's it's as good as it is. And I genuinely believe that the Karis Customs Ink is a better pen that holds that refill. Nice. I have been using my exclusively for the last nearly two weeks the Karis Customs Ink in both forms. Um, and I kind of I can't split them apart. Like in, in the idea of I can't say oh the fountain pen is is on and the ink, the the like the rollable refill isn't. Like I I have to put them on together, and I know that's kind of cheating. Um, hmm. But I've been using the fountain pen at work and I've been using the rollerball at home. I love them. I love the way they feel. I love the way they look. I love the build quality. I love the fact that it makes this noise. <laughs> I And this noise. Yeah. Like, uh, they are just fantastic. And I know that they've been a sponsor and they're going to be a sponsor in the future. And there's nothing I can do about that if you believe my credibility or not. I would like to believe that you would. I love yeah. these pens. Now, I could put this and the Retro 51 on the list if I really wanted to, but I genuinely think that the Karis Customs, the Karis Customs produce a better pen to hold this refill, in my opinion. It's comfortable. It's made of aluminium, but it's like warm and soft when I hold it. I love yeah. them. I love them. And, and, and I, I'm making more of a point of this than even the two and one because I know that long-time listeners will be very surprised <laughs> Uh, I, I came to this decision last night when I was looking around and I was like, I wouldn't put them both on the same list. And I think Karis Customs have made a superior pen. So, you know, Dan's in our chat room, right? Oh, no. He's, he's got to be freaking <laughs> out right now, right? Oh, he, yeah, he's going he's going crazy. <laughs> so you, you didn't know that as you're like railing through this. I'm watching Dan just I had no <laughs> light idea. up our chat room. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious i mean i like it because i mean i I think that that was kind of what they were going for i I think at least that was how i felt when i was originally talking to them is they wanted to create like dan fell in love with the refill too and and i'd like to think that that's what kind of made them create this because it it is just fantastic and uh, yeah i'm a big it's just a huge fan i love it and you know you should you should check it out um listen to last week's episode we have a, a promo code you can use uh, if it's still available, or listen to future episodes because uh, Crash Customs yep. are going to continue to to sponsor the show uh, this year. So, uh, number two, uh, the Pelican M two hundred five. I wow. would be surprised if anything can can rock this pen out of the list. Why did you say wow? I, I that wasn't on my radar um, for you. That's a, it's such a good pen. I'm, no, I'm saying wow because that's a really good really good call. Yeah, well, you know impressed. I own one, right? I mean we. I know, I know. I like I'm saying it wasn't on my radar for this to come up. Oh, so good. That's good. Continues to be a superb pen. I must mention that I do have a gold nib. I bought a gold nib. Uh I I wasn't a massive fan of the mm-hmm. uh nib that it's shipped with, which is made of 
Metal? Steel. Steel, there we go. Stainless steel. Thank you. Uh, And the gold nib made a massive difference to me, and I fell in love with it. But my number one, and it's a new number one, is Lamy 2000. Look at you. That's really good. I, um... So, so what makes that the number one for you? And, and I totally, I'm totally behind this, and I, I can understand why, but tell me. It's for everything that you've said in the past. Tell me, Mike. Tell me a story. I was nervous of this pen, but I gave it a shot, and, you know, I gave it a shot mainly because uh, Ron gave us everybody a fantastic discount on it, right? So I felt like it was <laughs> the time to do it, you know? But that was when I bought it. Bought this pen was when the Pen Chalet did a, did a discount on it recently, it's, you know, Lamy pens are fantastic. The nibs are top notch, right? But what you get is this pen that seems to defy everything that you would expect mm. it to be. So, like, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's made of metal. And you look at it, right? You just look at it and you're like, oh, oh that's like some, some material of some kind. And you pick it up and it's like light as air. But it's yeah. balanced in such a way that it's not too light. Uh, because it seems to have some sort of weighting in the back. So when you're holding it and using it, it's fantastic. And when you're holding it, you've got this like beautiful carbon fiber. I assume that's what this pen's made of, right? It's some sort of carbon no, fiber. It's, uh, uh, no, it's um, fiberglass. Fi- that's what I meant to say, not carbon fiber. That's insane. I meant yeah. to say fiberglass. Yeah. Which leaves I'll to, you... I, I'm, I'm blanking on the exact name, but there's an exact name for what it's made, but it's sure. essentially a fiberglass. And you can feel that. If you've ever felt fiberglass, it's got like this... What feels like brushed aluminium, mm-hmm. but it's not. And that's what it looks like. It looks like brushed aluminium, but it's this light thing. And it it's just, fant- it is just fantastic. I love that the clip has that little spring in it. <laughs> yeah. Such a simple thing, but like just as a way, so many pens need this, but don't have it. So you can press down on the clip and it brings it up at the other end, right? Like, so you press it down at the top and it brings up the bottom so you can clip it onto things like a peg like yep. little things like that I love the fact that the build quality is so great you cannot see the seam where you unscrew <laughs> the thing like I love the fact that it has that, those little ridges that clip the cap shut mm-hmm. like that it's it's Macrolon the, the chat room has reminded me Thank you, of, the, of the name of the material you know it's I'm such a fan of this pen. I thought I was going to like it. I didn't know I was going to fall in love with it. Um, and I would be using it every day. I've only not been using it every day because I've been taking one pen to work recently and I wanted to take the Karis Customs Inc. because it's my new pen and I love it. But the the Lamy 2000, well, it's the, it's the favorite pen that I own. Like it's because it ticks so many boxes. It's beautiful in an elegant way. It's professional looking. It has an incredible nib, right? And I know that there's some problems with them, but, you know, contact your vendor if you're having issues or get it ground down like Brad did, right? But I mm-hmm. love, I love, uh, I, I just love the pen. I just think it's fantastic. And I'm pleased that, one, you talked me into it, and then Ron mm-hmm. pushed me over the edge. <laughs> it's a fascinating pen. It it really is. It's great fascinating word. to look that at, is a great to word. hold. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's impressive that it's been around for 40 years now. I don't know how old this pen is. It's old. I mean, the design is a very traditional design. Yep. And um, I, I don't know. I just love it. So, yeah, very, very good call. 
by you on the on the Lamy 2000. Um, we have a lot more to cover, Mike, and I think we've run. I think we're at a good stopping point on this episode. I have a lot more I want to get to, including a bunch of questions from a bunch of Twitter followers. But I think I'll continue to take questions and maybe we can do some follow-up next week. And I will also do my personal top five pin list next week. How does that sound? That's fantastic. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, also as well, people will probably have a lot of questions after they hear the show as well because, you know. Yeah. So I wasn't planning on doing this uh, a two-parter, but I think there's a lot more we can cover um, on just what we've talked about already. I think we can expand on a lot of things. And plus, I want there's a bunch of questions I want to answer from uh, from listeners and Twitter followers. So uh, yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, let's if, uh, let's pick this back up again next week. I think if you want to find the show notes and find the uh, link to email us, a great way of doing that is by going to relay.fm/panaddict/slash126. On Twitter, I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, and Brad is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and he writes at penaddict.com. If you don't know that by now, you must be crazy. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Thank you again to our sponsors this week, our friends over at Igloo, Pen Chalet, and Backblaze, and find information about them in our show notes too, as well as how you can fill out that survey. Um, doing any and all of that helps us out a great deal. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.